We learned some things about Jude that her dad doesn't even know. Stick around for the very dark tale. I'm Captain O.G. Readmore, a reading kind of cat. Read a book like me, you'll soon agree that reading is where it's at. Hello guys and welcome back to the Book Militia Booktube channel where we are discussing The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Now at first I thought I was going to combine chapter 5 and chapter 6 together because chapter 5 was only like 3 pages. But after I read it, I thought it was so kind of, it hit you so hard that it deserved its own video. So the video is going to be shorter than usual, so I apologize for that, but uh, maybe we'll have a lot of things to talk about this and kind of some speculations. Last chapter was chapter 5, and the encounters with Prince Cardin and his gang are getting even worse. Now Jude finally asks her father to declare her candidacy for knighthood in the upcoming games but he refuses and tells her to ask him again in the autumn. And she doesn't take this answer very well and does something very stupid to Prince Cardin. So in chapter 6, uh, like I said, a very short chapter, we learn some more things that have happened to Jude since she has lived in Fairyland. And she has left these things out of the story because she claims she is a coward. She says she doesn't even like to think about them, and we are going to learn what they are. So the first incident that happened uh, was when she was nine years old. Uh, one of Maddox's guards in his, I guess his mansion there, you know, he has all of these servants and stuff that are, are indentured to him and, and are being forced to serve out there I guess they have some kind of sentence or something, a certain amount of time that they have to serve him until they're released. But there was a guard that had worked in the mansion, and he had bit off the tip of Jude's ring, ring finger. She had screamed as anyone would, but he just pushed her really hard when she screamed, and she fell and hit her head on a wooden post that was in the stables. So I guess they were in the stables when this happened. And it says that she was made to stand there and watch as he chewed on this piece of finger. And he explained to her, you know, while he was chewing, how much he hated mortals. So can you imagine this happening to a, a young girl of nine years old? How much terror she must have been in? Uh, you know, she was in a strange land that wasn't hers to begin with. And, you know, suddenly to see, you know, your finger is just missing now. And there's this thing, I don't know what the guard, what kind of uh, creature he was. Or if he was maybe human form, I have no idea. But to sit there and just, you know, chewing on this finger and telling her I hate humans so much. It must have been just horrible. So when it was over, he told her, you better not tell anyone or I'll, I'll eat the rest of you. So of course she had never told anyone 
until now. Now, I, I kind of wondered about this. Wouldn't somebody have noticed that her finger was missing? I don't know, but apparently no one did. So I remember something else that she had said in the past that sometimes she had wished to be a witch and that her heart was in her finger and she would chop it off, I guess, to get rid of her feelings. Now, I'm not sure if this had any connection to this incident that happened or not, because I think if I remember correctly, it said her, she wishes her heart was in her little finger and then she chopped it off. But we find now that this was in her ring finger that had been bitten off. So I don't know if it has any uh, relevance to this incident or not, but you know, something just to think about. So that was the first thing that had happened to her, you know, kind of shocking thing that she had never told anybody. I guess her sister doesn't even know. So the second incident uh, that happened was when she was 11 years old. And it said that she was spotted hiding under the banquet table as her and Taryn had used to do. Now, we remember this had been told before that her and her sister, when they were little, used to hide under the banquet tables. So apparently one time when they were doing this, someone had spotted her. It says one of the gentries had spotted her and dragged her out by her foot, you know, as she was kicking. And he had compelled her to drink green fairy wine. Now, when they say compelled her, I'm assuming that he kind of messed her. Maybe this was before she started wearing the necklace of rowan berries. Uh, so he had forced her, I don't think physically, I think it was more of a magical thing to drink this, you know, keep on drinking. And she said she had danced he had danced her around the hill. The hill was this place, you know, that we keep hearing about the the castle under the hill. So it's a, a location. And she said, at first it had been fun, but became terrifying after a while as she became dizzy and sick. Her fears apparently amused this gentry. And, you know, he just continued on until Princess Elowen had found her puking and crying. I'm not sure if it had mentioned Princess Elowen before. I think it did. I think she is maybe Cardin's older sister, uh, but she had found her puking and crying after this incident that happened, and she had been handed back, back to Oriana, and Oriana had never mentioned anything to Maddox. So Maddox doesn't know about this incident either. Now, I kind of wondered about the first incident. You know, if she would have told Maddox that this happened, I'm sure he would have either killed this creature or got rid of him. But I guess she was so scared, you know, being nine years old, that she just never thought to uh, that it would have been a good idea to tell him. So I don't know. So there's another thing that's happened to her. Very dark things, you know. You kind of feel really feel sorry for the girl, you know, what she's experienced she's, since she's lived in this place. And also now the pressure that she's feeling to fit in and she won't never fit in because she's not one of them. So kind of sad, really. So it says the third incident happened when she was 14 and Oak, remember Oak is her little brother, which is the son of Oriana and Maddox. So it's kind of like her step stepbrother in a way Vivi's half-brother and Jude and Taryn's stepbrother so it says Oak 
was about four years old, and he had glamoured her. So I guess he never knew he could do this, and, and suddenly it happened one day, and she wasn't wearing her necklace of rowan berries because she had just gotten out of the shower, and he didn't really understand what he was doing, and he didn't want to go to bed at this time, and he had forced her to play dolls with him. He had commanded her to chase him around the house, and then he finally had figured out that he could make her slap herself. And he thought this was very funny, you know, just to continue making her slap herself. And the imp Tatterfell had finally found her, and her cheeks were just like bright red, I guess, where she had been slapping herself over and over again. And she had tears in her eyes, but she, she wasn't able to stop. Uh, but Tatterhell had finally rescued her, and he, she, I don't, the imp, maybe it was a girl, I think. She had told Oriana, uh, but of course, you know, Oriana had never done anything, because Oriana really doesn't like the two girls anyways. Uh, she only puts up with them because, for Maddox's sake. So Jude says, you know, I don't like these stories because it, it proved how vulnerable that I was, no matter how careful... Uh, that I was, that eventually that she would mess up and another thing like this incident would happen. So again, she goes on and she says, I am weak, I am fragile, and I am mortal. Even if by some miracle I can be better than them, I will never be one of them. So that right there will end Chapter, what was it again? Five. There we go. No, I'm sorry. Six. So last chapter was five. That will end chapter six. Very short chapter, but very dark tales from Jude. Just so sad, you know, to uh, to hear what she's had to go through. And I'm just hoping, you know, down deep inside that some way or somehow in the future she can get the satisfaction that she so desires. Her little sister, Taryn, doesn't seem to be bothered so much about it. She seems to be more easygoing, but she is younger than Jude is, so maybe she will have to go through this as she gets older also. But for right now, Jude is having a really hard time. Uh, so we know you know that that last incident happened when she was 14. So we, it doesn't say how long ago that was. And, and I believe it says that Oak is now five or six, so, you know, that, ah, uh, yeah, it's really hard to tell. So when Oak was four, that had happened, and she was 14, I can't imagine Oak being no more than around six right now, so it seems Jude could be around 15 or 16, so you can imagine, you know, she's coming into womanhood or adulthood. So she's got these uh, hormones going on probably and probably these very emotional things are happening to her right now where Taryn, you know, is a little bit younger and maybe not going through so many emotional things right now. So yeah, I really feel sorry for her and I hope things get better for her. But we shall see, you know, she's making some enemies with Prince Cardin, so she's kind of bringing on some of this on herself. Uh, but you can understand, you know, she's just kind of fed up with the way things have been going, and she's 
at the point where she wants to lash back now. So there we go, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe if you have not done so. Also, you can hit the little bell icon, which will give you a notification of when I upload a new video. If you are listening to the podcast, thank you and welcome also. I appreciate you all. You can spend your time anywhere else, but you chose to spend it with me, and I highly appreciate that. And with that, we will see you on the next episode. So thank you so much, and take care.